Has your product or service ever gotten a great press hit? We hear all about entrepreneurs that land huge features or top-rated lists, and we watch their success unfurl online. But we never hear about how it happened. No one likes to talk about the grueling years of work it took to get there or the connections that they have that help them jump to the front of the line. So how do you go about getting yourself one of these press hits? Have I got a story for you. Welcome back to Why Are We Shouting? with me, Jill Salzman, here to help entrepreneurs get down to business. I want to talk to you about small business blunders, ways that entrepreneurs shine, and valuable lessons about growing your biz. This week, I'm going to walk you through that time I got the biggest press hit I've received to date, and how three people who don't know each other, Gwen Stefani, a gossip blog columnist, and my cousin Susie helped to create the best blitz that I've ever blitzed. So there I was, minding my own business, building a brand new company that I just launched. It was the fall of 2008, and my Bumble Bells, what I called Sterling Silver Anklets for Babies, were selling in stores around the country. I'd spent the previous six months getting a website online, contacting stores one by one to ask if they'd sell them, and I was busy stuffing padded envelopes with thank you notes every time someone made a purchase. I'd learned from my days working in the music business how big a role press can play in anything that you sell. So I'd been busy putting together press releases, digging up media contacts, and hitting up local newspapers to ask if they'd cover my new company. You can do it! At the time, I had a brand new baby. My first daughter who inspired the launch of this company. She was the best of babies, <laughs> only crying when she was hungry or needing a diaper change. But here's the thing. She cried every time she was hungry or needed a diaper change. So the interruptions happened all the live long day. One major interruption was a call I received in the middle of a busy workday from my cousin Ruby, who lives in Los Angeles. She liked to call and update me from time to time about absolutely nothing. It was always local gossip. She didn't seem to remember or understand that I wasn't local. Or bizarre updates on her taste in food or clothing. No, hi, how are you? Or what's going on in your world? I know you understand. We all have family members like that. On this particular call, though, she was giddy with excitement. She was extremely pumped to fill me in about how, you know our cousin Susie? How she lives over near the La Brea Bakery? If you can believe it, Gwen Stefani's parents just moved in next door to her. I was stunned. Never before had she topped her own self with such irrelevant and annoying news. I hung up with her real fast. And then a truly bizarre idea popped into my head. If you recall the headlines in August of 2008, of course you don't. I'll remind you. During that month, Gwen Stefani, lead singer of the rock ska band No Doubt, founder of the Lamb clothing line, former host of The Voice, Grammy Award winner, producer, I could go on, that month she gave birth to her second son, Zuma Nesta Rock Rossdale, whose older brother is of course named Kingston, and whose younger brother is, of course, Apollo. 
I was in the midst of selling a baby product. Lo and behold, Zuma was a baby. Zuma's grandparents lived next door to cousin Susie. I needed press coverage for my bumble bells. Why not try it? So try it, I did. I stuffed an envelope with a small, beautiful box that contained one sterling silver bumblebell. I wrote a note that said something like, Dear Gwen, here's the best gift Zuma will ever get. You know you already love it. Love, Jill. I put the package inside an enormous envelope, and I wrote a note to Susie asking that she please walk it next door and just drop it off. But I never heard from Susie. I knew it was a lot to ask, and I thought it was a fun idea, but I also knew that Susie was as busy as I was. She might not have wanted to bother her new neighbors. I mean, they were the parents of somebody extremely famous. Everyone in L.A. also likes to pretend that no one famous lives there, so I get it. Did I lose a little money on the product and the shipping? Sure. Did it harm my business or hurt my reputation? Not at all. Ruby called me a few weeks later. Before I had a moment to ask her if she'd talked to Susie recently, she shouted at me. Drop what you're doing right now and go to PerezHilton.com. Side note for anyone who's not old, Perez Hilton is both a man and a blog, known for throwing celebrities under the bus and regularly spreading gossip like my cousin Ruby. I ran to my laptop and headed straight to the website. And there it was. The homepage featured a huge picture of Gwen Stefani opening up a car door carrying her baby Zuma, and Zuma was wearing a bumblebell on his left ankle. And Perez had circled the anklet and written Stylin on the top of the image. I freaked out. This was huge. This was a celebrity endorsing my product. This was something people pay thousands of dollars to make happen. Thanks to Cousin Susie, all I had to do was ask. The orders started pouring in. People looked up what the item was once they saw it on the site, and Gwen's interest in the product gave them the permission to buy it. Honestly, I was pretty confident after the first 48 hours of that feature that I'd be able to retire. In between packing for Tahiti and doing some online shopping for yachts, another thought hit me. If I could land the homepage of PerezHilton.com, why couldn't I go big? In between feedings, I began to call everyone I knew, and I mean everyone. I figured there had to be somebody who knew 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 somebody at People Magazine. At the time, people had the largest circulation in the U.S. after AARP. Their target market was mine. It would be a huge boon to my business. I eventually found her. A lovely PR woman based in California who did know someone. She submitted our info and Perez's picture. And in the April 13th, 2009 issue of People Magazine. There it was in all its glory. They featured my bumblebells. Right there on the page. It was a gorgeous photo that their photographer had taken of the product, and they laid that pic over the Perez shot of Gwen and Zuma. They listed my website, the price, and boom, I was off to the races. 
by off to the races, it mean that I spent 83 hours a day packing bumblebells into their envelopes. I'd made a promise to myself that I'd handwrite a thank you note for every anklet purchased because I was proud to be a small business owner. I wanted people to know that. So by day, I was stuffing envelopes and by night, massaging my sore wrist from so much writing. Am I complaining? No. I was elated to be doing so much business and I truly thought that it would last forever. It didn't. If you ever get a press hit the size of People magazine, you can be prepared for three to six months of skyrocketing sales. After that, kill those expectations that it'll last forever. It certainly won't. You need to have a plan once press bumps happen. How will you follow up on your recent success? Can you parlay it into the next one? Will you follow up with all of the customers who made their purchases recently? I made a huge mistake when I received that press hit. In fact, I made a mistake before I even reached out for that press hit. I wasn't prepared. I didn't know that I should have ready the next press hit or request ready to go. Because what ends up happening is that the sales fizzle, the press fizzles, and you essentially have to start from PR scratch. There's also so much to do once a big press hit happens. I'm not sure many people realize it. They revel in their successes. They're happy to show it off, and they should. They deserve it. But the real win is mapping out how it'll all be handled. You need to keep public interest going, while at the same time capitalizing on all of the new customers that you need to work hard to turn into lifelong fans of your product or service. I certainly didn't have a plan. Sales fizzled, and so did my interest in product-based businesses. In 2012, I sold the business to a lovely young entrepreneur who happens to live in the same city as a woman named Gwen Stefani. And my tool of the week is a funny one. It's called Mm-hmm, spelled M-M-H-M-M. It's the best new way to host a webinar or virtual event. Enjoy beautiful virtual rooms and backdrops, show content over your shoulder, and dive into immersive full screen just like a news reporter. Go to mhm.app and watch their How It Works video to see exactly what I mean. It's pretty amazing. Ta-da. Do you know how much I love you? Well, I don't have time to count the ways, so I'm just going to read to you the latest review that's come in from Veritas WD. It's titled, Keeps on Entertaining. And it says, Jill is a breath of fresh air in the podcast landscape. I love her take on marketing and being real when it comes to building business relationships. Keep on telling stories of the past and present and making business entertaining. You know what, Veritas WD? I'm going to do just that. Thanks for the review. And if you want me to read your review on a future episode, go to ratethispodcast.com slash why are we shouting and leave me a review. It helps other listeners discover my ridiculous stories so that they can build better businesses. You don't call. You don't write. Why not do both? Call or text me at 708-872-7878 or go to jillsalzman.com slash podcast to record a message so that I can answer you on the air. 
Shout out to Amanda, Lindsay, and Aaron for making this podcast with me. And thanks to you for listening. I'll see you next week.